welcome to episode 11 of the Wire to Wire podcast. As always, I'm your host, Yusuf. Today I brought along special guest, Jordan Lynch. You may remember him from a previous episode that we did. Like I said in that episode, he is my go-to guy whenever I want to discuss sports and music. So without further ado, let's just get right to it. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Jordan, how's it What's going? Up? What's happening? Not much, bro. Welcome back to the Wire to Wire podcast. It's definitely good to be back, that's for sure. Yeah, it's always a pleasure having you. You know, I always appreciate your perspective and uh, opinions. Yeah, we got to do another recap, you know? Yeah. So I kind of want to uh, kick things off. So recently, you know, the Warriors are talking reckless particularly Clay Thompson and KD. So I want to start with uh, what Clay said. So I'm going to read this quote that he recently came out and said. He said, oh yeah, ha, that was funny. Look how that turned out. Bums, that was crazy. I forgot about that. Well, look at what pettiness gets you. It gets you one and eight in the finals idiots so he's referring to the tombstone cookies that the cavaliers used back in 2016 when they beat the warriors in the finals right so what do you make of these comments i definitely feel like clay is just really talking and he (laughs) he has a right to talk that that occurred they lost and of course cleveland was kind of irresponsible the way they went about it but warriors came back and they won two in a row. For him to be like that, it's like he has the right to be like that. You know, it's like I can't hold it up against Clay. He's talking his shit and he's going back to win another one. And now you look at Cleveland now and then they're in jeopardy. You know, it's karma. Can't really blame Clay for his remarks. I have a different take than you. Yeah. So I think it's easy to talk tough when you have a guy like Katie on your team. Mm. And you guys all took the easiest path to a ring. I mean, these yeah. are the same guys that called. You still got that. You still after losing. You still got that hate in your heart, eh? That's crazy. No, nah, there's no. <laughs> <laughs> there's no hate in my heart. The Warriors, they themselves did some trolling. Like, did we win the ring? Yup. Mm-hmm. Did the Cavaliers lose? Yup. Yeah. They did mm-hmm. all that trolling. Yeah, I remember when Steph and, was dancing, making fun of yeah. LeBron when he was working out. Yeah, I remember all that. Yeah, yeah you're right. And then even too, when they had the rematch after the after they won the championship in 2015, Curry's, Curry said, I hope the locker room still smells like champagne. Like, it's mm. just something that people do when they win, right? It's, right. it's common to troll. Mm-hmm. I think with the Warriors, it's just ironic because, you know, they're talking... Well, Clay in particular is talking tough because okay, you built this behemoth of a team that no one can beat. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a little bit better, but I'll tell mm-hmm. you why I think he is. Mm-hmm. I think in his heart, Clay knows that all the rings that the Warriors have won, there's an mm-hmm. asterisk beside them. All of so, them, really? Wow. Yeah. In 2015, yeah, they won, but people say, okay, Kyrie and Love were out, which is fair. The Cavaliers okay. were a depleted team. Mm-hmm. In 2017, Okay, you added Kevin Durant to the mix. And in 2018, the Cavaliers were a weak team. Outside of LeBron, they had no one, right? Yeah. And the one championship that they lost is the one that they were actually supposed to win. You right. know, they went 73-9. and nine. They made mm-hmm. history. Right. But then you become the first team to blow a 3-1 lead. Mm. So I think that's what's eating at him the most. And I don't think mm-hmm. being petty is what cost the Cavaliers those championships. Right. I think it's just a better team won. So you feel like Clay had just uh, like inside a beef with the Cavs, regardless of them being depleted. Like he's always forever going to remember that 3-1 deficit where they lost. I think so. Yeah, because why else would you bring it up two years after the fact? That's true. That is true. Yeah. He's just a bit bitter. Right. That makes sense. It's like, you know, it's like that X, right? 
it's like okay dude you guys broke mm-hmm. up years ago why do you still bring her up yeah yeah it's true it's true you're right you're right and and i also feel like the way that the media is attacking the warriors how it's been attacking kd yeah. clay draymond for like the shakiness that's been going on with them exactly, this season yeah. right so i just feel like it's really getting under I the think skin so. right and this also leads into our next topic right so i just feel like the way the media is getting under their skin and the way that they're so nonchalant about the regular season and they that they just want to focus on the playoffs it just is slowly nitpicking at yeah. them right so it's it's even weird to hear such remarks from Clay because he's a quiet yeah. player right so to even hear that and see that quote it's like wow what what made him even bring yeah, that like, up, you know, or even have that such a such an outburst. So it's, it is weird. It is weird, but it's been a weird season. Has, yeah. So what can I and say? Since you brought up KD, yeah, I want to talk about the quote that he mm-hmm. said because I found this one to actually be hilarious, and I want to get your take after. Right. So this is yeah. what he said, and I'm quoting. So much hype comes from being around LeBron from other people. He has so many fanboys in the media. Even the beat writers mm-hmm. just fawn over him. I'm like, mm-hmm. we're playing basketball here, and it's not even about basketball at certain points. So I get why anyone mm-hmm. wouldn't want to be in that environment because it's toxic, especially when the mm-hmm. attention is both attention, fluff. It's not LeBron's fault at all. It's just the fact that you have so many groupies in the media that love to hang on every word. Just get out of the way and let us play basketball. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> They're talking reckless, bro. Yeah, I never, I didn't hear the the full quote, but to hear the full quote now, that's, wow, shocking. I don't know what's going on with the Warriors. <laughs> like, these these outbursts from Katie and Clay. I don't know if they're trolling or... Or what it is, it's weird. I think wow. the pressure. I think okay. the pressure of being a three P champions is catching up to them. I think so too. Yeah, right? because even to I don't know if you recall, but after LeBron won that championship in 2016, the year after, he just had a period mm-hmm. where he just had no chill. Like he was calling out Charles Barkley when he made yeah. those comments about him. He called, I think it was Frank Isola of the New York Daily News when he was speculating right. that the Cavs will trade Kevin Love. He called the reporter trash. <laughs> he said that guy's a mm-hmm. trash reporter. Like he just had a period where he was saying anything that came to mind, and I think the Warriors are having something similar yeah it's it's definitely i don't know what it is all the media the media is finding a way to get on their skin usually they pretty well first when it comes to handling the media i don't know what yeah. it is just I, I don't know if it's the long season the adversity that they're going through with losing a couple games having injuries it's it is weird to see these outbursts from the warriors knowing that they're two-time yeah. champions but i guess just the long seasons the long hours and everything are just slowly chipping yeah. away at them you know and that's the difference between someone like lebron and kevin durant he's constantly going through adversity and he always hand, handles himself yeah. well right so it's just weird to see like and you, you've been seeing it with kevin durant all season the fans are getting under their skin yep you're right. The media is getting under his skin, and it, it's it's it could be, it's going to be very interesting to see how this season plays yeah. out because he has a big um, decision to make in the off season uh, with all the speculation with between the argument with him and Draymond. We don't know what's to yeah. come with the Warriors, right? So, what do you think? You think uh, the Warriors? Who do you think is going to leave? I think KD is gone. I, yeah. I think he, I still believe that he's going to go to LA. Okay. So I have an interesting take on this. Because when I read this, honestly, I laughed. And yeah. I do believe he's still going to go to LA. And I think it got to the point where it was becoming kind of obvious. So I think he said this to kind of get people off his tail and to kind of create some kind of peace in the locker room. Because like you said, you know, mm-hmm. they're off to a sluggish start, meaning the Warriors. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the organization 
question is believing that he's not committed. So when Draymond called him out, he was in a way expressing how the entire team and organization felt. So KD right. is trying to send a message saying, look guys, I'm on your side. But at the same time, he didn't say anything disrespectful to LeBron or try to burn that bridge. Because you notice he said it's not LeBron's mm. fault. So mm. I think in a way he's trying to play both sides, you know, show loyalty to his current right. team, but not saying anything mm. to offend his potential landing spot. But why would he go to play with LeBron? Like, I feel like KD is almost at the point where he wants to challenge LeBron for that number one spot. Going with the competitor, the guy that's at number one now, I just don't see the sense yeah. in it. Like, but, you know... It's weird to yeah, me. Yeah, it's a right? different time. Guys now don't really play for the pride like they used to back then. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one thing with KD. I'm not sure if, like, people are aware of this, but recently, like, Apple plans on launching their own uh, streaming service to rival Netflix and Amazon. If you don't know about it, now you do. Apple recently picked up one of his sitcoms or one of his series that discusses the AAU basketball circuit that's going to loosely be based on his life, right? So Mm, I think this is the space that KD wants to get into. And I I think LA is a good place for him because, like I said, you know, I said this in previous episodes. He bought a house in Malibu. His mom was caught by TMZ cameras and she said, you know, my son loves LeBron and Magic Johnson. Mm. After she said this, you know, ironically, it was a couple of days later that Draymond had his outburst. Yeah, so I think... And now he launched a website where he's showing his full investment portfolio and one thing i noticed is that he's really making a push to get into hollywood so i could see him saying you know what i want to go to la and i want the opportunity to get mentored by magic johnson and i'm sure lebron wouldn't mind cutting him on some deals saying you know let me put you in space jam let me connect you to some people that i know some producers Uh, okay and so you think he wants to go into la and start working i think so i think so because i think guys are realizing how short their careers are and how important it is to have something Mm. outside your life after basketball and katie he speaks so highly of lebron and he even said of course in one video i remember when they did that uber thing during all-star weekend yeah he said i look at lebron like as a godly figure so and so why not just be under yeah why not be alongside of him and we could be like a one-two punch kind of like a Kobe and Shaq Mm -hmm. and at the same time I'm still going to be competitive I'm going to have a chance to win on the court and still do things off the court so and they'll pay him the max so they 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 check off the boxes right right it'll be very interesting like of course as a fan of basketball I wouldn't like it but who cares right the way the NBA is right now like it's a mess so for it to happen it's nothing that's going to surprise us it's nothing that's out of the ordinary when he's already went to a team like the Warriors that just came off a 73 and 9 season so it wouldn't be surprising but it it would definitely be interesting of course because that brings up the rivalry of Lakers versus Warriors now right because that would be something that's crazy because KD goes to the Lakers for sure, I feel like, depending on how DeMarcus Cousins yeah. does coming off his injury, they'll probably sign him. They'll negotiate whatever. It's a three. They might not give him the Supermax, but they'll have more money so they can negotiate like a three-year deal or whatever. Yeah, I can um, see that happening. But it'll be, it'll be interesting because if it's either, for me, I personally think it's either going to be KD or Draymond that leaves. Because Draymond's window is definitely yeah. closing, I think, for his talent level. He's a, he's a, a bruiser. Yeah. So, his game is it's not going to last the longest because he has to put a lot of wear and tear That's on his true. body. Yeah. So it's definitely going to be tough for him to for take a money cut and then have... Because he's not even having the best season this year. I know he's injured, but his numbers are, are definitely yeah. declining. So he's definitely going to be searching for money, sure. right? So so for me, I personally think it would be KD or Draymond. Yeah, I so. agree because... 
I mean, you watched that game with the Warriors and the Raptors. You saw what yeah. KD was doing in the fourth quarter and parts of overtime. Yeah, like, crazy. that was a show. Right. And yeah. there's only a handful of players in the league that can go on streaks and do that kind of stuff. And KD is obviously one of them. And he showed it. Right. So I think if you're the Warriors, you have, like, I think you probably reached your ceiling with a guy like Draymond as opposed right. to a guy like KD who's, I mean, obviously he's a better player. It's not even a conversation. Right. So yeah, I'd probably see how it turns out with Demarcus Cousins because even though they did say he's a one-year rental, there's still yeah. a possibility he could turn to form, and then who knows? Yeah, maybe he replaces a guy like Draymond. One thing I kind of want to go back to that quote though, because yeah, and I think this is probably going to surprise you and surprise the people who are listening. Mm-hmm. But I actually agreed with what he said about the media fanboying over LeBron. <laughs> like, because mm, I don't, I don't know it. if you remember, but like, remember on media day when LeBron, his first day with the Lakers, how crowded it was? Oh, yeah. So that's the kind of, that's the yeah. kind of attention that he gets, right? So that I could see true. how that kind of environment can be uncomfortable for a guy like Kawhi, who's a very low-key and a bit socially awkward. Mm, and the media course. does have a tendency to go way too far on how they report on LeBron. This is very like, true. I yeah. won't forget one time, I remember he shot a, a full-court shot, I think, during practice. Mm-hmm. And literally, Sports Center. they wrote an article and they reported, shirtless <laughs> LeBron nails a full-court three. <laughs> like, yeah, <crazy laughs> why yeah. do you have to bring up that he's shirtless? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, 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 it is, it, it, this world is, <laughs> is very different. The way social media is yeah. set up, the way the attention, the the littlest things yeah. can get right, like, and and the media is going to eat up whatever yeah. it is. Like, for example, during the playoffs when he stormed yeah. off, right, because of the questions they're yeah. asking him, right? It's the same type of thing. They're just trying to get that out yeah. of LeBron, and the good or the bad, they they just love anything that exactly. has to do with LeBron. If LeBron's name's yeah. on it, they want all all parts yeah. of it, right? Or even so. too, one time when they asked Kyrie, a reporter asked him if LeBron is a father figure in the locker, like, <laughs> and you could just tell by Kyrie's That's face. Ridiculous. Yeah, you can tell by his face. He's right. like, "What the hell are you asking?" Right. And, you know, with that being said, I want to kind of piggyback off what you said about the media is that the media mm-hmm. builds you up to take you down. Like, that's of how course. they operate. And for LeBron, you know, he hasn't had much scandals. The biggest scandal was him saying, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. But if right. he had a cheating scandal, a gambling issue, mm-hmm. or he was caught in public mm-hmm. swearing, behaving disorderly, or he was intoxicated, the media would yeah. turn on him. Like, yeah, they're exactly. not friends with anybody and they don't have love for anybody. They build you up to tear you down. Mm, exactly. That's really all it boils down to. Yeah. Yeah. And some people just handle it. Yeah. than others right some somehow lebron is able to have that clean yeah. record where he doesn't get caught in trouble yeah. he doesn't you don't see him doing anything yeah. negative right it's always something good for the society so it's it's the media loves it and they're looking for something something that they can get that's bad negative yeah. so they can turn on them but they just can't yeah. find it now and that's why they get these acts the acts these weird yeah. questions they want to get a reaction they want to somehow get under yeah. the skin and it's it's kudos yeah. to him for being the person he is and just not letting it yeah. get to him, right? And that's so, what they're doing with KD, right? Like when KD has yeah, to exactly. go on social media with burner accounts to defend himself. In a way, yeah. I kind of feel bad that you care that much about what people think. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it's because the media, you know, took the decision that he made to go to the Warriors and portray him to be an evil guy. And then it got a bit personal, right? So that yeah. can take a mental toll on anybody. So I do sympathize with him from that front. And that's why I kind of agree with what he's saying because the media, when they like you, they'll group you over you, but they have no problem turning on you when it's time. Yeah. 
But since the topic of social media came up, I want to ask you this. Because yeah. I know one of your favorite... I think Offset's one of your favorite artists. At least I know Migos is one of your favorite groups. Uh, I, I, would say, I would say Offset's definitely one of my favorite okay. Migos. And he's definitely one of the hottest artists in yeah. the game right now, for sure. So yeah. this is kind of a, bit of a bit of a transition going from ball to music. But right. we're both pretty passionate about this topic as well. Yeah, but music and sports are so yeah, synonymous, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> so... With Cardi and Offset, you know, announcing their divorce, do you even care at this point? Uh, it's not so much of a caring thing. It's just almost like you you knew it was going to happen yeah. eventually, right? Because I was actually having this discussion with my girl earlier today, and it's like, man, like, they rushed into yeah. it, and it's something where Offset is in the heat of his mm-hmm. career, right? He's, one of the, he's coming off one of his hardest yeah. years. Like, the last two years were... The hottest years for Migos and himself, right? So he's in the midst of living a lifestyle that has to do a lot with women, strip clubs, and partying, right? So, and then of course he meets Cardi B, one of the hottest rappers, female rappers coming up in 2018. Right, so of course I see his mindset of what just providing a power couple, you know, for mm-hmm. the media, a power couple like a Jay Z and a yeah. Beyonce or a Nicki and a Meek. You know, they're just trying to be the the new couple that's yeah. like two artists that are just trying to take over yeah. the world. Right, so I get the concept of yeah, he was definitely trying to he was feeling Cardi. She's an attractive girl. She's hot right now, so why not? Yeah, right. But of course he wasn't fully removed from his lifestyle. Yeah. Right, like it's impossible for him to be the hottest, one of the hottest rappers the hottest group always partying and of course he has women and all these and all them in his phone right so it's gonna be hard for him to completely remove himself just like that you know so of course he had girls that were lingering that he just couldn't get rid of but he was trying to get rid of them slowly but the way social media twisted and always looked for something to go against Mm -hmm. them it eventually things got out you know what i mean like tmc's the the devil (laughs) and they work hard they work very hard and it's unfortunate right so that's why you see when cardi posted that post announcing their their breakup and yeah Course, right? You see him commented, uh, what did he say? Y'all happy now, right? Because social media clearly yeah. won, right? Even though he wanted his happiness, he was slowly working on himself. Yeah. Of course, he had his problems, yeah. right? It's, it's, it's tough because, you know, it's, it's hard for celebrities just to jump into a relationship yeah. or jump into marriage right away because they still have to live their lifestyle mm. and provide a persona to the media and to their fans yeah. and it's, it's it's hard to work both it worlds is. you know it's kind of so, like you know like you're a method actor it's like how do I stay in character with the persona but at the same time have this family life where yeah. you know I'm not offset yeah. but I'm just me the mm-hmm. man I don't know what his actual name is but exactly. you know like but with me the way I kind of like A when I side i was like man this guy has to be more discreet than this like you yeah, can't have sure. girls leaking your text messages saying oh officer's trying to holler at me and then you're yeah. getting curved too yeah like it's one thing if yeah, you're gonna yeah, yeah. do that when you're with someone but don't get curved yeah like, yeah, yeah for real yeah it has to fall yeah. through at least like, like you know you, I mean? so you take an l on both fronts like you can't be out here cheating yeah. getting exposed and getting exactly. curved like you can't yeah, it's it's it's, it's tough because he was caught for cheating yeah. before. Like there was a video and everything, so it's it, it just clearly shows that he wasn't fully removed from the lifestyle, and it's tough, man. Because he was trying, but like the persona, you know, he has to put forth the persona, and of course he. He can't just throw away the lifestyle, yeah. you know? I feel like for artists, like, you, you got to look at marriage, like, when you're almost coming out of yeah. retirement or come going towards retirement because it's, 
tough, like to just settle down when you're not settling down. Yeah, you know what I mean? The guy, so. from what I'm seeing now, he's only 26 years old. Right. And it's like, you know, I, I always had this belief that celebrities, particularly like athletes and rappers, because of the lifestyle mm-hmm. that comes with it, should not get married, at least until yeah. you're near retirement or after retirement. Yeah, Because exactly. A, it's tough to stay very faithful in that kind of world. Yeah. Unless yeah. you have an understanding with your wife that, you know, this mm-hmm. is like, this is the kind of life that comes with it. And you guys both have that understanding and you're cool with it, then that's fine. Do your thing, right? But if you know right. that you're not able to do it, then just stay single, get it out of your system. You know, once you yeah, touch right. your late 30s, 40s, Go get married. Exactly. Like I don't. I don't. I really don't know what's what's what was their yeah. rush. You know what I mean? Like like what was their rush to make it official? Yeah. Like the legal side of it and the to let the government yeah. know that you guys are getting married. Like what was what was the point of yeah. that? Like you guys can be a couple, of course, but to rush into marriage when you know there could be problems mm-hmm. and you know there was problems yeah. before, and to still just be like instead of be like hold on, let me just let's take us time yeah. with it, take it slow, let's live out our, our careers, mm-hmm. and then hopefully down the road we can actually get married, yeah. right? I don't like it's weird because who knows you might think they might be trolling yeah you know, they can be back together that's next true week. too yeah you know, so it's, it's weird it's weird like and who knows this could maybe be them setting it setting up a joint album they make together jo- exactly like, you know you know how this generation yeah man, weird, man. so they're always so. looking for everyone's looking to be trending everyone just wants attention right so that's always a possibility because right. my thing is like you know i think jay-z and beyonce they laid the blueprint on how to be mainstream couples and how to really like maximize yeah. on it like they had their period where they dated eventually they got married and then beyonce Beyonce kind of threw out there that my husband may be fooling around, right? And then Jay-Z came mm-hmm. out and admitted to messing around. And then they talked right. about how they work to re- solve their marriage or build on their marriage. Then they do a joint album, a joint tour. So they kind of laid that foundation. So I wouldn't right. be surprised if Cardi and Offset said, hey, you know what? I'm giving him one last chance. And then they go in that direction. Yeah, do yeah. the same thing. Yeah, I can definitely yeah. see that. Yeah, definitely. it, w- it wouldn't surprise sure. me. Yeah. yeah, it'd be a perfect way to set up the 2019. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, start like so, start 2019 off making headlines. Exactly. All right. But to go off like, if I care, of course yeah. I don't care. But <laughs> man, like you know, he cares. You know? <laughs> Right. Here's one yeah. thing that's kind of already tipping me off. So it isn't. I just find it to be ironic that the same day they announce their divorce, that Cardi releases a picture of their baby. So I don't <laughs> want to speculate on what it means. I don't really care what her kid looks like, but. Could it be yeah. that maybe they're trying to let the world into their family to s- set something up? Who knows? But that's one hint that I'm... That's something that I, I kind of saw, and I'm going to keep it in the back of my mind. Right. And you heard it yeah. here first. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag facts. <laughs> Finn, I know you have the... Yes, sir. I know you have a podcast that you recently launched. You want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, I have a podcast. It's called The Moes and Woes Podcast. Okay. It's It's funny how it came about, so... If you guys probably don't know, I went to school in the States, right? I went to school in Philly. I played soccer down there. And I I met a friend from D.C., right? And he was on the soccer team with me. And we just kept our friendship to this day, right? And he's he's came to Toronto. I introduced him to my friends. And I've been to D.C. And he's introduced him to his friends, right? So the concept of Moe's and Woe's, right? It's funny how we came up with it. So Moe's is like a DC okay. lingo. It's like it's like saying my okay. guy in Toronto, you know? So like Moe's and then Woe's. We already know what Woe's are from yeah. Toronto, you know? Run through the six of my Woe's. So we just put together Moe's and Woe's podcast. What we really talk about on the podcast, it's just like really a hybrid podcast. It's just like a, a group chat conversation, but on a okay, podcast, wow. right? And 
if you ever get a chance, it's Mo's and Woes podcast. Uh, we're on episode five. We have episode six coming out okay. tomorrow. So I, yeah, I appreciate you letting yeah, no me problem. give that brief. Plug where in, can right? people listen so, to it? Is it like where? What's it available on? What uh platform? Uh, it's available on all streaming platforms: Spotify, Apple, Anchor. Oh, okay. Whatever you where you go to listen to podcasts, okay. so yeah. yeah, yeah, it sounds dope, bro. And it's actually interesting because I'm um, actually I have a, a friend out in DC as well, and he's like very yeah. big in marketing, and he's a sports enthusiast. And I have him come on the show sometime. Right. His name is Nas. So yeah, oh, shout nice. out to DC. You know, <laughs> shout out DC. Shout out the shout DMV out, shout area. Out to DMV. Yeah, County, yeah, man. Course. It's always a pleasure having you on the show, bro. Always, yeah, man. Sounds yeah, definitely. good. We'll get you back for more episodes for sure. Sounds good, All right, bro. Take care. Take care.